Trying to call my bluff Like I ain't the one that you fell in love with, huh All of your feelings, girl, he's subbing, huh Always questioning who I was with You the one I f*** with You been trying to call my bluff Like I ain't the one that you fell in love with, huh All of your feelings, girl, he's subbing, huh Always questioning who I was with You the one I f*** with Welcome, welcome, this is the Simply King Podcast And this is your boy Rodney Perry King himself And you just tuned into the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for humans, simply being humans. And today, like, mind me, I'm, I'm over here scattered, you know what I'm saying? But today is a special one. <laughs> Excuse me if I sound any nasally. It's springtime, y'all. And I swear, these allergies are not going to get the best of me. I'm trying something herbal right now because, I, I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm getting up there in that age. I'm turning 30 this year. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm good. You feel me? I'm just trying to make this make sense. Shout out to Patreon. Make sure that you, for this episode, there will be a bonus a bonus content that's on the end of this episode. So make sure that you tap in on the Patreon if you want to see the full full episode uh, that's right in, in the description of this episode. Go ahead and subscribe starting at $5. But if you don't know, you should know because I got to do this more often in the beginning of the pod. I don't be thinking about it when I have guests, but make sure you follow me everywhere at Kings underscore memoirs and also the podcast at Simply King Pod everywhere. And check out my services at lifeisking.com, www.lifeisking.com for all digital marketing and creative production services, especially for small businesses and creators. But uh, yeah, we out here and we talking about dating and relationships. It's been a while since I've done an episode about dating and relationships. And that's something that you all have consistently shown me that you care for me to talk about. You know, my TikTok, honestly, if I could look at the algorithm, the things that people like for me to talk about are relationships. And I get it. I'm, But I'm not in anyone's guru. I'm not anyone's main, you know, therapist or anything like that. But I am a person who cares about healthy connections and mental health and how we interact with each other and healthy love lives and black loves and so on and so on and so forth. But today we are talking about, we are talking about red flags, yellow flags, and green flags within relationships. The concept of these flags, what do they mean? How do you feel? Why do we talk about the red more than any of the three? And do you even know about yellow? Has that even been a concept that you've even been drawn to? We're talking about it all on the Simply King podcast, the Soulfully Conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. And we're starting off today getting into the Twitter check-in. Now, let's get into it. All right. Okay. So, the Twitter check-in is basically going to be this search. I'm searching the red flags and I search the green flags through the search bar in Twitter. Let's see what the difference is in these tweets. Now, production, uh, production has already bookmarked production being me 
has already bookmarked, you know what I'm saying, a few from each. Let's start with the red flag since we already talk about that well enough, you know? Um, Because damn, you know what I'm saying? But when it comes to red flags, okay. Damn, I, I did a lot with red flags. Okay. Let's start off with Javante J at Javante J009. Ignoring red flags because you want to see the good in people will cost you later. Great. Um it ain't red flag though. Then you got at Still Nez, Still Nez 216. Relationship advice on social media is limited to telling you what red flags are, why you shouldn't be in a relationship, or when it's time to leave. No advice on how to problem solve or work through issues. Everybody a professional though, so long as they can articulate themselves. Love this because I think it's exactly what's happening on the internet all the fucking time. Uh, red flags don't exist if her thighs is thick. Thighs are thick, excuse me. A ghetto. This is the only one that's possibly true. Um, and then I found this, like for the red flags, I found this very questionable list that I'll give you guys a gander at and say a few of these that kind of stood out to me, but it's tweeted by at Amira Hanifa. Amira Hanifa with two H's. Red flags in women that men should be wary of part one. And then I look at this. Red flags in women. She calls you girl in conversations. She hates Kevin Samuels. She supports sexual liberation. Uh, she finds a way to shift blame no matter how right you are. She says, I'm outside. She glorifies Instagram models and rapper baby mamas. She talks too much around your friends. She wears lashes on a regular basis. Damn, lashes. She has pictures of herself bent over covering her private area. Ice spice pose. I think she's spoof. She gotta be joking, right? Cause that's hilarious if she is, but if she isn't, Lord help us all. Um, Cause godly, godly. Um, but then I move on to the first tweet. Shout out to the Love is Blind on Netflix. I hope y'all are watching. I think this is like the fifth season. It's a pretty interesting season, by the way, too. But Love is Blind just proves, and this is from at Laura Dreaming. Laura Dreaming. Love is Blind just proves how people are attracted to their trauma. They reject every opportunity to grow and build a healthy relationship with someone who is showing green flags and a desire for deep connection and instead Chu chose the familiar chaos of games and the chase. This is facts. If y'all watch Love is Blind, it's people on there and they be embarrassing themselves by saying like, I know within my heart that you are the one for me. There's nothing in my, there's nothing you've shown me that could ever, you know, make me think of you any differently. And like the person literally just un, un, unknowing, unknowing to you just called, you know what I'm saying? One of the girls in the house, a fat Kelly Price, and you think that she has the best character you've ever met in your life, and she's a bully in this 
hypothetical reality show concept situation. Like you're choosing like an ugly Regina George, my God. Like what's what the fuck is happening, you know? Um then um it got hard to try to even find anything else for green flags, to be quite honest. I had to really like Google and like search a lot of stuff that was popping up was a style, a lot of stuff from Korea and India. So it says a lot. If you're on Twitter, you know. If you Google something, if you search for something on Twitter and the thing don't and the right things don't pop up and the first things you get is some foreign stuff, they're not talking about it that much over here. Or they suppressing it. I don't know. F you internet for making me see red flags in relationships. Now all I see is just red flags, no green flags. I've seen way too much red flags, breakups, and toxic relationships. I'll never see any green flag relationships ever, ever. I don't know how serious that is, but that's Marie Rose Ferry at Marie Rose Ferry. But like, y'all, I really am at, at, in a space where I feel like we gots to, we gots to keep it a bean with ourselves. Like we got to keep it real about what the fuck is really going on. And I think that so many people are speaking to having bad dating lives and things like that. And I think right in this episode, I want us all to get to a point to where we can level set and say, we don't know what the hell we're doing, what the hell is going on. And we need to approach this differently because nothing that I'm saying is going to really apply to anything that you really want to take in. If you don't believe that you're doing something incorrectly. You got to be okay with level setting that maybe you've been doing it wrong. Maybe there's something that you can change. Maybe there's something that you can shift. That's all. If you can't do that right now, this is going to be a hard episode to listen to. But uh, it shouldn't be because it's going to be a quick one. It's going to be easy and it's helpful. It's actionable. But honestly, this whole episode is really like a call to action. I really want everyone you know, watching or listening to understand. I want you to Write this down. I want you to really, truly meditate on these things. Write down your red flags, write down your yellow flags, write down your green flags. That's really what it is. I could damn near close the episode right now, but I'm not because y'all don't know what red flags, yellow flags, green flags are. Y'all need some more context. And I want to give you examples of context so that you can approach this in a more thoughtful way. And you're not just kind of just letting this yet again be some of those one of those kind of like weird not so fun reminders that you really aren't meeting and having the best experiences out here in the world of dating. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want you to be optimistic about it. I want you to have an abundant mindset. These things are possible. These things can happen. I think I already predict and I wrote it down that I wouldn't be surprised if some of y'all who try this, it's hard for you to come up with a green flag or a list of green flags, like for real, for real, like, and ones that are just strictly in the piece of positivity, not from, what they're not doing or whatever, whatever. Like that's a plus, you know? And, um, and I'll start there when it comes to these flags and things truly separate. These needs to be specific items. These to be specific things. So you really need to think about what has occurred in your life because the general boundaries you maybe have for people and people meeting those things or not meeting those things, whatever, whatever, that is not a green flag at all. That just means that they are, Regular human beings, you need to reach a little bit higher, raise the bar a little bit further up. You understand? That's first thing. But let's get into it. So let's talk about the flags. What's the difference in the flags, right? For the green flags, I say that they're identifying kind of factors and behavior 
that are favorable and should be nurtured. Like these are things that you see in people that you feel like, yeah, I got to keep on with the keeping on. Then I went to um, choosingtherapy.com to get a little bit of, you know, kind of a, see if I could find some type of technical or just thoughtful definition from somebody who, especially somebody professional to kind of give some context to yellow flags. And yellow flags can be viewed as potential red flags, but typically can be resolved. Where are my manners? I almost forgot to tell y'all this whole idea and concept is not original one of my own, but came by way of my best friend's therapist gave her the suggestion to do this. And I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was great. And it was something I just really kind of never forgot and stuck with me. And really something I started to consider myself when it came to just, you know, interacting with uh, different people. And especially, you know, when I was, you know, actively dating, definitely something I was like, damn, this really would have been helpful before I even met certain people, you know. But nevertheless, for yellow flags, according to choosingtherapy.com, yellow flags can be viewed as potential red flags, but typically can be resolved. All right. Then red flags. And we know the red flags. Goddamn, we know the red flags. Do I got some sounds in here I want to use? Maybe not. I don't know. Um, the red flags of all things, you know what I'm saying? Let's put a let's do a sad trombone. That's hilarious. I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> but red flags are warning signs that alert individuals of characteristics of toxic behavior or developing relationship and could go could mean that your potential partner isn't a good match. Basically, um, I don't, I'll be chicken scratching sometimes. But for the biggest thing is something to lean into, something to literally stop. That's what I want people to understand about red flags, because when you that is what I feel like this whole episode is just an actionable episode. And I really want people to understand that. I, I, I want you to understand that the reds are things that you just need to go ahead and think about, really consider. But I need you to and it probably is the easiest because it's things that we already talk about in the ether. We already talk about it all the time amongst each other. So. I wrote this. Red is possibly the easiest. Think of your past experiences, overlooked moments and deplorable behavior that you witnessed or that you've experienced directly. Uh, and for you nice guys and nice guys and gals, it is OK to set a boundary. I got to say this to y'all and enforce it. The good in people is probably why you should question the connection. Like you should still like it says the good. It is the good in people. It's the good in people that is just there. The bad that you see in them. That's what I mean to say. The bad that you see in them is the reason why you should question it. So don't look past the thing that has occurred because there's good things that have been shown to you. Really consider the thing that's really you feel like is a true red flag for real, for real. And um, and and see it through. And I and I want you to see it as something to immediately stop. I've seen I literally just seen a TikTok earlier today that was just like, what's a red flag to you? Not like a deal breaker. Red flags are deal breakers. I want you to see your red flags as deal breakers. Do not see these things as things that you need to make more space for, because nine times out of 10, that probably means it's a yellow flag for you. If you can find a way to justify it, but also don't be stupid. Don't be stupid now. Come on now. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, guys, girls, and thems, come on now. So, example, um, no therapy or supplemental work, mental work is being done, and they also refuse to go will be a red flag for me. And all the examples I'm giving you are true red flags for me. And I know this is a harsh concept, and I even thought about not even bringing it up. But I think it's something that I want to put out there just because that's how radical I really want to be about my own life and self-improvement. And it's kind of like if we can, if there can be standards and expectations set that people can have certain things together for themselves, such as finances and such as, you know, specifically finances. That's really it. That's really it. Because people don't really work on personal development past how it's going to possibly benefit them from a career standpoint. But for me, I'm seeing it as a personal development standard. Like if you're emotionally unwell and you know it and you've seen it and you've experienced it and you're not on the meds, you're not talking to nobody, you're not doing any type of group therapy, you're not doing nothing, you're not reading the books, you're not using the language, you're not informing, communicating, you know, effectively so that people can understand that what you deal with and what type of emotional things you deal with and psychological things you deal with so they can better understand you and relate to you. Like if those things are not present, because we all got things, we all got something. And that's how, you know, a person who really is in the, really in the, in the idea of doing the work. Cause for me, I'm actively doing the work. And I think that it would be a true misalignment for me to get with somebody who not only isn't doing anything, but refuses to go at all. Feel like therapy is silly. Therapy is stupid. And that's to me, a character trait that I can't really make space for. That's just me though. But I want you to all to, to consider your red flags to be something that you can be as critical as you want to be about as specific as you would like to be about. If it's happening in your life and that's something that you really don't feel like you need to make space for then do it. Go ahead. I encourage it. Now, the quality of the thing and what's the reaction to certain things as you move, that's all your prerogative. I think that's on you. I'm not telling you that there's a certain type of red flag that you maybe can choose that can be incorrect. I say if it's a red flag and that is how you're really truly filtering through the dating world, I really can't even say that it's a negative unless you are treating people a certain way because of this red flag. If you're witnessing a red flag and then trying to change your behavior on somebody and maintain some type of connection, that's not okay. If you see the red flag and you see it to be true, yes, you can maybe have a discussion whatever, whatever. But I think that you really should just let it go because of that presence of that red flag, period. Don't make no space for it. Just go, just go. They're not, they're not the one right now. And it's all right. You got something that's well enough of a reason for you to let it go. You don't need something deeper. You don't need something that's going to, everything was all good just a week ago. No, you have the, all the rights. Your red flag is present. Go stop, collect $200. So yellow, a yellow flag is something that you can say are things that make you uncomfortable um, or activate you in some way, shape or form. Um, the same way that like communication styles don't really match sometimes. And through conversation, it might can improve. Like y'all might come together and really not communicate in the exact same way, but after just continuously getting to know each other, it may get better. And that's not a bad thing, but it's definitely something to notice immediately because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a tussle. And the example I gave is 
I'm the first for many things intimately. Now, let me break this down for y'all, because this might not make sense to everybody. And it's not even nothing that I'm really genuinely bragging about. I've noticed that, you know, and shout out to my friend Emily, who is a big inspiration for this episode yet again, for stating, you know, kind of like we talked about the outliers early today. I think it was a good point to kind of speak to just that are certain things in our existence that really aren't anomalous, you know, like they just are what they are because they already have the stats or the parameters that make it to be so. And I'm a black man. I'm single. I ain't got no kids. You know what I'm saying? I got my body. I got my spirit still. You know what I'm saying? I don't do drugs. I don't got no priors. And I date only black women. I ain't, I ain't had a one, a one white woman in my hand. Not even, not on my mouth. We ain't went nowhere. I ain't took out on a one first date. I'm golden star with this black women. This, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what the, you know, what our brothers and sisters and you know what I'm saying? On, on the colorful side of things, say, I'm gold star with black women all day. You understand? But so for me, it, it is uh, it is something to slow and like notice. It may not be anything, but I've seen both sides. I've seen women who told me like, you're the first man who ever, this, that, and the third. You're the first man I ever felt this way about. And it's like, that's cool, but it's a big chance that like, this might not go well and not, not go well in terms of like, just be just dastardly fucking terrible or some shit, but just like you might not have particular qualities to be able to maintain this relationship then um, because this is such a new thing. So you might have to have that go through that learning curve phase that might put me in an uncomfortable position. And if it's, Oh, if it's manageable, it's manageable. And I've seen it be manageable before, but I've also seen it hasn't been manageable. And been like very, very hard to deal with. And so, yeah, it's something I'm mindful of. I think, and it's no shade because I understand a lot of women may feel like, well, shit, that might be me. Meet a man and he the first dude I feel like I actually can trust. He the first dude I actually feel safe with, whatever, whatever. Like, and that can happen at any point in time. It can happen in the middle of your twenties, thirties. You maybe take it maybe took your whole life, it feel like, for you to finally meet a man that feels like that. But I think that for me, I think that in being trying to be a better person, I think I would really be remiss if I sit there and think like, what type of man would I genuinely be? Shout out to men condition. If I think that you are genuinely that like that, that this thing that I feel like was something I didn't have to work to that I think may be a bare minimum thing that we can point out about myself is something that you make, give me to sell me the whole house for and put me on a pedestal for. I don't want that. And I don't, I can't stand on that either. Like that's not sustainable for real, for real. And I need you to fuck with me the way I want you to fuck with me because you see me as a full person, not as this um, anomalous unicorn that you need to protect with your, you know, with every fiber in your being. Like I want you to treat me just like I'm a good guy and you believed you deserved a good guy. So act like you, act like you been here before, baby. It's, it's cool. It's cool if I'm the first, but don't let, don't make, let me, don't let this situation be the worst. Is all I'm saying. It's all I'm saying. Then you got green flags. Green flags could be hard for some, but keep in mind that how you would like to feel or an action that creates a positive feeling. It's my own, you know, kind of little spiel. And um, for example, for me, we laugh together. If we have the same humor 
and we laugh a lot, ooh, your wifey. Your wifey, you understand? I need you. I need you. I can, that means I can more than likely talk to you about certain things. That means we can share more. We can feel better. We can have a, a platonic aspect to our, to our love. Like, that is something that I think I've, like, haven't cultivated more. You know what I'm saying? I think I've always been that way. But I think I needed to, like, make more space for that. For real, for real. Um, green flags, I want y'all to really... See, green flags is something that you really, really enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy about a person. Like something that really lights your fire. You understand? And you need to also see these green flags as identifiers for the reasons as to why you want to be with the person, but not the reasons as to why you would compromise yourself if red flags happen to be present as well. Don't let these green flags that you maybe never had or really good that are just, you know, whatever they are, be the thing that holds you back because you want them green flags. But the fact of the matter is the fact that red flags exist really are not okay. Y'all do not match. Y'all do not go together. Leave. It's okay. And we got to get better at that. Men and women. It's not just, it's not just men. A lot of women who do not let people go too. And I've seen it a lot with men. I've seen it in various different forms with men, uh, especially men who happen to be with women for an extended period of time. There's definitely a lot of codependency that ends up happening in scenarios like that, where the break off is really fucking rough. It's really hard. You know what I'm saying? Versus a lot of women. I think that a lot of women of today, the modern woman of today, she usually kind of roster dating. And within that roster date, I think what makes it hard for a lot of women to kind of, you know, get out of a situation because in that roster, y'all choose y'all best interest depending on what it is, you know. And within that best interest might be people you spend the block on, folks who you just still got access to and so on and so forth. And you may or may not have some feelings for them or something. And then when you're going out trying to date whole new people, you can't really see these people as quality peoples for you because you still hung up on somebody else that you used to know. And that's cool, but if it's not progressing, then it's probably not going to. That's all I'm going to say. But I I feel like you got to truly embrace the, the fact that life is truly in your control. And I've been on this really, it's been on this kick for quite some time. And I really feel like we need to change our mindsets around Things being about, you know, the deficit and things being about what's not happening in your life, because usually a lot of those things are things that are out of our control, things that take way more intervention, to be quite honest, and, um, and intervention with external things, things that you, yet again, can't control. So I want everybody to really adopt a mindset that is about what you can control. And that brings me to what I would say, possibly an extended. Send it on. Now, for today's Send It On, I give you the idea of ideas. Something that came out of my own mind. And if it exists already, kudos to you because ain't nothing new under the sun. 
But in continuing what I'm saying about taking things under your control, even when you are thinking about what you want in partnership, especially this is especially for people who are single right now or people who are dating or whatever you status you're, you're just not in a relationship quite yet. And maybe this is something that people in relationships can do to probably, you know, refresh and, you know, refresh something in a relationship. What I want you all to do, because you've already you already made working on that list. I want you to keep that pin and that note app out because I want you to put all your green, yellow and red flags into your notes app. But also, too, I want you to put to make a list describing the qualities you want as a partner. Meaning you want to consider how you want to show up as a partner and that will inform you and assist you and guide you and be your rubric for who you allow to even be up for the position. Let me explain. Here's an example. Let's say I want to be affectionate, very affectionate. Let's say I want to be so affectionate. I'm into I really want to be with I really want to be a person that does PDA. And that's how I phrase it in that list. Is I'm going to be affectionate. I am going to do PDA. I am also wanting to take my girl out on dates on the weekdays, right? So that means when I'm now getting into the dating world and mixing it up, taking like seeing about people, if they say they got an issue with certain forms of affection or just over affection or affection in any way, shape or form, that might be a signal to me that we're incompatible. If they say they don't even believe in PDA, we're incompatible. If they say that they work most weekday nights and that we, I could only probably take them on on dates on the weekends and, and if I'm available in the middle of the day, we can't make it, baby. And that's cool. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's all right. And um, I think that a lot of people need to consider what are those compatibility points and not to make space for things that you don't, that you've already been shown that you're not going to get. I think it's funny how a lot of women speak to dating men that they've always been unsatisfied by sexually. And maybe they said he had a spark or a moments of, you know, quote unquote, good sex, or maybe You've already opted out of the sex entirely and believe that he is a great provider or whatever. That's not going to cut the mustard. It's not enough. So I say to you, make that list, keep that list, update that list, but live by that list. You hear me? So at this point, for the just letting you know, for everybody who's watching on Patreon right now, the episode is going to continue on past this point and I'm going to get into the bonus content, which I'm giving just the exercise I just gave you about what type of partner do you want to be? The examples I gave are just random examples, but I'm getting into what the real things are. So if you want to know my five, if you want to know my five things, five things, five partnership traits that I want to possess in my next relationship and partnerships, honestly, indefinitely. Make sure you subscribe to the Patreon. It's $5 to get into the party. Go see what it is. Go hear what I've got to say. Vibe with me. Fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? But for everybody who's listening, I appreciate you. Shout out to Royal Royale CEO who was on my episode last week. Make sure you go check that out. Also, thank you all for being patient with me as I honestly went through this transition. 
within it, you know, to Atlanta, it's been a uphill battle in certain aspects and trying to find my groove with things. You know what I'm saying? Just moving, picking up and moving. But I think I'm, you know, catching the swing of, of things as best as I can and really looking to truly bring in people that are going to assist me become better and honestly continuously speaking with people that I think are expanding my mind, but also expanding everyone who listens to this podcast on a consistent basis. So I would like to thank you all for listening for real, for real, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, Thank you for subscribing. And if you don't know, you should know you can listen to the Simply King podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. Make sure that you like rate and subscribe wherever you're at and leave a review y'all. You know what? I'm going to start like shouting out the reviews. If you leave a five star review right now, leave a, any type of review right now, honestly, any type of review right now, I want to shout you out. Make sure you throw in there what your ad is, anything you want to shout out. Let me know. But give a brother a review. I appreciate it. And uh, you can follow me everywhere. King's, King's underscore memoirs. You can follow the podcast at Simply King Pod. And make sure you follow my business page for digital marketing and creative design, creative production. Oof at Life is King on Instagram and you can check out the website at www.lifeisking.com Appreciate you, appreciate you, appreciate you but this has been the Soulfully Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans, I've been Rodney Perry and this is Simply King Peace Always questioning who I was with Who I with I wonder what happened Clashing, felt like the feeling was everlasting let them talk, they tryna cause a distraction A two-step stop, now that the devil is dancing Ask the doc, like what is causing the cancer At a loss for the answer, I ain't tryna f***